0: Let's get started. Here is your host, Vincenzo Toscano.
1: Hello, guys. Welcome to another episode of the Commerce Lab by Comsi, the place of 18 related to Amazon FBA, private level, and e-commerce. My name is Vincenzo Toscano, founder and CEO of ecomsi and today we bring you another special guest. Her name is Neha Bocher and she is the co-founder and CEO of Atom11, which is an amazing solution when it comes to sales automatization for marketplaces, specifically Amazon. And we know here in the podcast we have a lot of Amazon sellers, so it's going to be interesting to see what this amazing tool can do for you and on today's podcast we also have a very interesting topic actually it's a topic we haven't had before it's gonna be everything regarding retail our advertising so this is actually even a term that i haven't heard a lot so i'm very intrigued to see what neha can teach us today on, on the episode so neha it's a pleasure to have you here on the show today how you doing
2: Hi, Vincenzo. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I think, uh, you know, I've, I've been a fan of the show, listened to it a lot of times. So I, I feel very nice uh, being here today. So yeah, thank you. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Pleasure is mine. Yeah, thank you for making the time for to come to the show. And uh, you know, my my goal with this podcast is, is to always bring entrepreneurs uh, like you to you know learn about their journey, but not only learn about their journey, learn about what they bring into the space with their solutions, and also pick their brain in terms of the latest strategies. So I think. To get started with today's episode, I wanna, you know, start a little bit with you as an entrepreneur, how you got started, and basically went into funding your company, and then we go from there. Yeah.
2: Sure. Um, so very quickly, um, thank you for introducing me. I am the co-founder of Atom Eleven, uh, which is a retail-aware advertising and analytics software mm-hmm. for Amazon. For now, we we do intend to be a multi-marketplace play uh, going nice. forward. Um, let me tell you a little bit about uh, my beginnings. Um, I uh, come from the Amazon background. I have worked with Amazon for about six years. Yes, nice. ex-Amazon, <laughs> Amazonian. Um, worked with Amazon for about six years. Um, I was, in fact, a founding member of the Amazon advertising mm-hmm. team in India. Wow. Basically started the business, uh, You know, scaled it uh, You know, to about 800, 900x before I left. Um, worked with about 300 advertisers. Um, mm. So I had teams which were uh, looking into sales as well as account management uh, for account, for advertisers. Uh, I've done product marketing uh, for advertising, Amazon advertising. Um, I have done sponsored videos, which is videos for freebie. Um, yeah. So, you know, yeah. product development for that. So in short, been in this space for the last six years, basically eaten the space, drunk, eat, drinks, leave the space, basically, is what, what I've done, I know. right? <laughs> I know, And I, know. Um, I think my, um, even at Amazon, I think my uh, role was such, you know, first being, you know, uh, heading account management teams and sales teams and product teams. It has been so, so, so customer backwards throughout that I think within that journey, I started learning of some learning about some intricacies about Amazon advertising and Amazon businesses as such uh, that gave me, um, uh, you know, a a call saying, hey, there is a space which is not being utilized or there is a change which is coming in Amazon advertising or, you know, just in how e-commerce is going to be managed going forward that this is probably a good time to actually bring your thoughts your or bring my thoughts and my ideas into you know something that i can create as a new uh entity in itself
1: yeah so that's yeah. awesome yeah thank you very much for that intro i mean yes it, it looks like you definitely being around different projects within the amazon ecosystem and that, that's awesome because you know, I bet you have seen everything inside out about how things work, and also that has inspired you to actually do your company Atom Eleven. And and I think that's usually um, usually from experience when I work with uh, uh, solutions that have to do with uh, Amazon sellers. Usually, w- when it's founded by people coming from Amazon, you t- they have the best outcome because you guys understand the machine from inside. Then you come yeah. in outside and you basically tailor your solution around that. So. Uh, I'm very excited about what Atom 11 can bring to the market. Now, let's bring to the table the topic, right? So I know you're very um, excited about talking about this, which is retail advertising. So I guess for those that maybe don't know what even this term means, let's start with the definition about the term. And of course, we can talk about how this could be important for things such as Amazon, yeah?
2: Sure. Um, So let me just first, in one line, tell you what is retail aware but I think after that I would like to talk more about why or what has changed or why do I even talk about this right
1: yeah
2: Um, so retail aware advertising means if I were to talk in a seller's or an agency's language it means that now uh, instead of connecting advertising to bids and budgets and uh, ROAS we connect it to the objective that the brand is working for that mm-hmm. is sales so you connect your advertising to the total sales and you not just look at how and what products you are advertising and you know how how do you increase your bids or reduce your bids so that you can get to a better to a specific roas or a specific tacos you actually look at which product needs the most attention mm. is the, you know, how are you bringing in inventory within advertising? How are you bringing in bestseller ranks and market share within advertising? How are you bringing in um, search ranks within advertising? How are you yeah. bringing in all of that, taking inputs from retail and actually using it in advertising? Um, yeah. This is something which in my belief, is going to just uh, you know be a be a change in how you know agencies and even brands are managing their advertising going forward, um, and of course we would like to t- I would love to talk talk about it uh, you know in more detail, but just given the fact of how expensive advertising is becoming, and you know yeah. every single penny is you know brands would like to see how it is actually translating into sales. Regional yeah. advertising is going to become more and more important. Um, and and you know what uh, uh Vincenzo you are you know you are a full service agency right yeah tell me you know you guys are have already been doing this you know probably you know retail advertising is something that is a, a coined a term which is coined recently but you know you guys have been doing this for a long time yeah why don't you tell me a little bit you know maybe about a couple of lines yeah, yeah. what do you yeah, think is course. the difference between you and another agency which is you know more advertising focused and of course nothing is wrong I just think yeah, yeah. that, you know, there is there are schools of approaches. You know, you have a school of belief that I want to be retail aware. And there is a school of belief, which is, um, you know, an advertising only because, you know, they think that, of course, then they are, you know, experts mm-hmm. of something. But yeah. I want to know what is your school of thought and why uh, being yeah full service? Of
1: course. Of course. So I would say... Yeah, when you do full account management, it's completely different than only doing advertisement because if you only do advertisement, yeah, most of the focus is on lowering, you know, the acres, the tackles and, and just focusing on those KPIs, but it's not really thinking outside of the box as what is happening with my brand what is the market share I'm winning with my brand, right? What is my brand awareness eh, and things like that. So for example, something that we're very mindful when we run advertisement is not only to focus on the KPIs that we generate from that, but how brand overall is being basically spreading across the market as a whole. So that means also outside of Amazon, right? So for example, something that we like to measure a lot when we run our advertisement is going back to what you just mentioned, it's also making sure or organic position is, is winning, the lifetime value for clients is increasing because sometimes there are strategies where you don't make money on the first or the second or the third purchase, like especially with supplements, is down the line, right? So it's thinking yes. about, okay, my eco is 100% on this product, but I know my client now is gonna come back and buy this accessory, this, that, and that, and that's usually when you end up making the profit. So that's the first thing, yeah. like understanding not only the KPIs, but how you actually uh, construct the whole funnel ar- around the client, and how advertising is actually just a tiny part. Because I think, and I bet you see this a lot, Neha, that people think that PPC is the only solution to your business, and it's just only it's only there to enhance and provide support to your business. But if you don't have yes. the right branding and product in the first place, nothing's gonna work, right?
2: absolutely i think i'm just so glad that you said it right um yeah. but you know i think vincenzo i wanted to take you back to mm-hmm. 2017 yeah right 2017 uh, was a completely different time it was not very long ago by the way but it was a very different time right uh, people were not thinking the way you are thinking today
1: yeah PPC course. had
2: just yeah. launched uh it was very cheap Um uh, yeah. and you know, it
1: was like 20 30 cents yeah
2: yeah, I know. And you know, so it was very cheap. And uh, you know, brands could just say, okay, you know what, this is something that definitely needs some expertise. So we go to an yeah. agency and they can run this for us. Um yeah. uh so agency, please run this, just make sure that you are keeping it into in you know, a specific ROAS, which is you know, X or Y, right? Depending mm-hmm. on what they wanted. The second thing that was there in 2017 was data availability was not as much as what it is today. Mm-hmm. OK, so brands yeah. wanted to actually, they would come to an agency or even a tool and say, show me a lot of data. Just yeah. show me so much data that I can actually, you know, make better decisions.
1: Yeah.
2: But in six years, something has changed. And that something is basically it has completely a 180 degree change, which says now there is so much data. Now there is so much data that you don't know what to look at. And yeah. when it comes to PPC, you uh, you know, PPC has become expensive, results are not as great. So now, brands have the questions that brands are asking are not that show me more data and run my PPC. Questions no. have changed. Show me my data has become show me my insights.
1: Yeah, the overall um, picture of my brand, not only exactly. the PPC. Yeah, yeah,
2: right. I mean, it's not about, okay, sales went down, but why? Or, you know, uh, okay, hourly data is, is X, but what are you going to do? What is the insight about it? Like, right? So people have now started looking at from data has now become insights. And PPC is now, you know, earlier you used to hear ROAS. Now you hear TACOS. And, you know, in future, you will start hearing a word that you said, right? LTV and CAC. So these things are going to start evolving as EBC becomes more and more expensive. And, you know, we've already seen this, by the way, you know, with Google and Mm -hmm. Facebook, all of these things have already happened. Amazon is just getting into that trajectory of, hey, we have moved from ROAS to TACOS and then now, you know, CAC and LTV, which is something that you guys are already doing. So times have completely changed. And I think now is when... uh, Way of working is also going to start changing, you know, from uh, only advertising to full service, to um, you know, and and for tools also, which is you know only advertising to something which is more retail aware or e-commerce management as a whole, something like that.
1: Yeah, I I think as well now. I mean, all this sounds amazing, and it is because we do it on a daily basis. However, the reality, and I'm sure you're aware of this most people don't have access to the right either uh, tools or resources to basically combine all these data points um, be able to do something meaningful with that because you need to have an understanding of what all these data points means and how based on certain KPIs of combining all this, you can make a decision. So what I'm trying to get with this, like do you have some advice or maybe what are some of the first steps a brand should take to basically go down that direction and stop focusing only on acres and and all the different KPIs that everybody's thinking that's the only solution for the business, you know?
2: Yeah. Um, So I think there are two, three things that I think, and of course, you know, I'm also learning when I talk to more and more clients. Um, uh, My framework is three things. Aggregate, analyze, and automate and let me take hmm. you through this framework. And then, of course, I, then within this, you will get the answer to your question. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first thing that I suggest is break the silos. Hmm. Just break the silos. I mean, that itself is going to cause you, is going to save you so much trouble. Amazon has about 150 reports. They have about 50 reports on advertising. So th- those are siloed enough. Yeah. Now your job is, let's say, or, you know, any brand basically should actually first think of starting to aggregate these things in one place,
1: yeah.
2: one dashboard where you can actually see uh, your sales trends along with your PPC spend, your PPC performance, your inventory availability, your pricing, your uh, discounting, your um, the sales trends and BSR trends, right? Your sales with r r ratings and reviews all of these things in one place Mm -hmm. once you start this and that is what I call aggregate start aggregating just break the silos right the second thing that I suggest is analyze do not uh, okay and you know it could be two different things you know there are brands and sellers who want to do things you know on power BIs or wherever or Mm -hmm. if they want to use a software Uh, add intelligence to it this the time for looking at data is gone. You can't look at the kind of data Amazon gives you already. Mm -hmm. And Walmart is going to uh, follow suit, right? The data that Amazon gives you today, let's say 300 reports, Walmart is going to give you another 300 reports in the next two, three years, right? So you cannot humanly do all of that. So see what you can do to add intelligence to this data and walk you through. Just look at, you know, just imagine that, you know, uh, you log into a software or your Uh, dashboard, and it's actually walking you through saying, hey, today, um, these five products are out of stock. Uh, Step number one, inform your ERP. Step number two, um, go and pause advertising. Mm -hmm. Step number three, uh, do you want to do something about pricing, right? So all of those things basically is something which is now interconnected and guiding you that, okay, this event has happened, now, this is what you need to do. Um, and then the next day, when you come and something is back in stock that, hey, this product was out of stock yesterday, yeah. it's back in stock. Now, do yeah. you want to do this, this, and this? Right. So now, instead of just looking at, OK, I will look at oh, what is what do I have to do? Think of yeah. something which can guide you, that this is an event that has happened. This is the action that I need to take. And the last one is automate. Now that you know that this action needs to be taken, Automate those actions so that you're saving time and saving your that time that you are going to use on implementations and using it to build better strategies. Mm-hmm. You have 500 products. Let's build strategies for those and then you know feed it into a software so that it can take care of the execution part. So those are the three things that I advise uh, sellers and brands and saying, hey, this is now the time when that we start aggregating, analyzing, and and automating so that we are spending more and more time in actually building strategies and figuring out how do we reduce CAC? How do we increase LTV? How do we increase our, uh, or reduce our tax costs?
0: Things
1: like that. Yeah, that is super important because yeah, just the part of aggregating and analyzing, um, I find people doing so many mistakes with that. Sometimes when we do audits, they have the data by all over the place. They have different different dashboards for every single thing. So when it comes to making a decision, realistically, you can't, you're, you're just playing the casino, the roulette, right? <laughs> and, uh, and then when it comes to um, building the, the strategy and the automation, I 100% agree with you. Like you, you basically need to understand what are the KPIs you're looking to target based on, on the strategy of your brand and design SOPs based on that. Like if this KPI hits this, this is going to be my reaction. If that reaction creates that, react a based on that. Because I guess the other mistake I also see is that people, yes, they have the aggregation, they have the data, but they don't have a framework. They don't have like um, a framework in the sense that these are the KPIs that I need to target, and they just react based on, on the motion of the day. They, they log in, they see something wrong, and they just react instead of yeah. following a strategy that has to be done day after day to basically reach the outcome. So basically nail it on, on all the different uh, points I, I wanted to bring. Now, when it comes to these solutions, right, and, and implementation, uh, would you say, do you need a lot of data to really make sense of this? Because another question I get sometimes for people is say, okay, all this, of course, it makes total sense, but if I'm not doing enough volume, maybe I don't have enough data to really make something meaningful out of that. So basically what I'm trying to say with this, will you say that this strategy it, it only applies to meeting to big brands, or, or will you say this is something you can start implementing from day one? Like, yeah. what is your take on very that? Very good yeah. point.
2: That's a very beautiful yeah. point. Um, so uh, Vincenzo, this is, this is again what I think. Um, i believe it's more important for mid market and enterprise brands when mm-hmm. i say mid market i actually uh, can bring in brands which are spending let's say over 20000 us dollars on okay. advertising right uh, a month now uh, they may actually not be mid market but i mean in amazon sense we can actually start counting them in. Yeah. Uh, now um, smaller brands Mm -hmm. they don't need the kind of automation that i'm talking about yeah but they definitely need the aggregation
1: Mm -hmm.
2: because see uh for them lesser money is also at stake um and secondly anything which you know is so um sophisticated will also come at a cost Mm -hmm. i mean uh a smaller brand would rather spend that money in improving customer service or, you know, basically zero to one brands is what I'm saying, right? Zero to one brand will probably use that money, you know, rather than spending it on a software, they will use that money on other things. But once you are a one to 10 or an enterprise brand or a challenger brand, that's when it becomes, I think it, now it is already becoming important. And in, in a, you in know, let's say a couple of years, it is going to be, you cannot imperative, basically you cannot work without it um so uh, that's the direction that we are uh also going in right so uh yeah but i think for a a zero to one brand i think aggregation will probably solve a lot of their problems because teams are smaller miscommunications are lower yeah you can actually um they can actually manage a lot of this without
1: awesome now when it comes to a retail advertising of course now we're focusing mainly In the amazon ecosystem but i would like to start also bringing this forward to the fact that nowadays more than ever because of the competition in saturation some of the niches within amazon people is spreading their wings and going to our marketplaces or having them direct to consumer channels right so when it comes to this strategy we say uh, especially as you start to become a medium market to enterprise company is also is there some correlation, for example, of things that you do in Amazon that could give certain effect on your D2C channel or channel? Like, have you seen on 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 the on the accounts that you have managed that are heavily implementing strategy? Like, just to give you a quick example, like it could be that because you are doing so well on Amazon and you're creating a, such a good brand on Amazon over time, like the example with Anchor, right? Now they have the direct to consumer, people just go now to their consumers, so that created an effect due to the efforts they did on amazon right i know this is much more complex to to track and everything because there are so many data points but there's something you can share on on this point that you think is also important for amazon service to consider when combining other channels and and things like that you know this is
2: A very good question. In fact, something that, you know, some of our clients have asked us in the past, Vincenzo, uh, they've they've asked us whether, you know, we have plans of starting to aggregate data with D2C Mm -hmm. or even D2C uh, marketplaces, D2C and offline. So we actually get a lot of requests uh, on those. Um, So um, let me answer the question in two different ways. One is from the tool side of it. And the second one is, you know, the, the question that you asked, which is also on impact, you exact. know, impact of Amazon on other this thing, right? On the tool side, um, I mean, Genzo, it also depends on focus, right? There is so much to do on the marketplace end only that, you know, any tool would first want to make sure that, hey, we are doing a good job on marketplaces exactly. first, and then we can go and, you know, probably include D2C and other mm-hmm. sources of data. Um, marketplaces in itself are such jungles right now. That, you know, there is just yeah. so much um, that you would want, to, like especially for me, uh, for example, I would want to first do a great job at Amazon, then, you know, include, ma- uh, you know, other marketplaces like Walmart, Kroger's, Chewy's, all of that. And then, you know, think about D2C. The market is huge enough. Uh, now, when it comes to the impact that brands are seeing from, let's say, Amazon on their D2C. Yeah. Um, are you asking in terms of sales? So let's say if something happens on Amazon, are they seeing a trip? trickle effect on their yeah, trickle. Trickle.
1: Okay. yeah okay. basically yeah trickle effect uh, because for example i had this brand that the strategy they were doing it is very clever on amazon they were only selling their cheapest product but all the premium yeah. lineup was only on their d2c channel right so they were using Amazon as a magnet to generate brand awareness and basically break in almost just to make the brand be recognized. But the lineup that is actually the one they have the big profit margin, you can only buy in the D2C channel. And basically they use Amazon as a, as a lead magnet to bring people to a D2C, just, just, that's just a strategy, right? So yeah, my question is like, do you see more than ever, especially with the cases that you are reviewing lately, that people are doing things like this, like they're using different channels to trickle effects on other channels, or this yeah. is something that maybe is not mainstream yet? Like, that's, yeah. that's basically um, my question.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So we, man- we, we don't manage brands. We are more, more SaaS, I think. But I can tell you from my experience of mm-hmm. working with some of these brands, I yeah. do see trickle. Uh, uh, so now everything is becoming omni-channel.
1: Exactly. Right? There. You can
2: see something on Instagram and/or TikTok, and then you know, and, come you and buy there, and and
1: you buy there, yeah, <laughs>
2: exactly. So, it's all omni-channel now. Um, so definitely there is an effect. Uh, there is a, there are trickle effects of you changing your pricing on D2C. You increase your pricing mm-hmm. on D2C, your Amazon sales go up. Exactly. You increase your pricing on Amazon, or reduce your pricing yeah. on, let's say, That's what um, I mean. Walmart, yeah. your Amazon prices go up. So, yeah. those things continue to happen. Th- what you have said, I think it's a very smart strategy. Um, yeah. I personally haven't heard of this one, but I've heard of people using a lot of these strategy in PPC, for example, um, because that's something, that's my home ground, right? PPC is, yeah. is the home ground. So <laughs> yeah. what I've seen is, um, and we've actually done a lot of experiments while I was at Amazon. Um, we've seen experiments where, you know, brands, what they do is they will take their cheapest product, which mm-hmm. is just a little bit cheaper than their competitor's cheapest product. So let's say a competitor's product is at $20 and let's say this one is at nineteen point five. And sure. all their competition targeting happens with their cheapest product the cheapest. and all their branded yeah. uh, targeting happens with their most expensive products. I so know. I've seen that, but I haven't uh, yet, yet seen, um, you know, the the kind of strategy that you mentioned. I, mean, I think it's I'm very, a... very smart. Uh, yeah, so yeah. I, I learned something very really cool today. I would probably <laughs> suggest people.
0: <even>. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to bring it to the table because... I find that more than ever, that everything's omnichannel and and now people are starting to aggregate data from different points. Uh, Yeah, I just wanted to to basically open the conversation to see if you have some take on that because I feel like more than ever, especially with brands that we're starting to bring into Amazon um, ecosystem, uh, they demand more and more degradation of all these data points. They want to know on a single dashboard what is happening in Shopify, what is happening in Walmart, mm-hmm. what is happening on Amazon, and how mm-hmm. things can be correlated between each other, which, again, is complex sometimes, especially when you have yeah. a lot of skills. But I see the market is going down that direction. They don't see any more, like, I don't really care about the ecos on Amazon. I care about my ecos overall, my tax overall, of my brand, right? Um, so, yeah.
2: Yeah, that's, that's, I think that's, that's a very interesting point. Um, so but you know what? I think here's the challenge, which is not even solved yet. Um, mm-hmm. you can look at sales and you can look at all the data that you want, but there is a significant amount of difference between how D2C operates and how Amazon and Walmart operate. And mm-hmm. the biggest, the biggest ch- or difference is competition. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. cannot take anything which comes on amazon any any data point without regarding for or, or by disregarding your com- what competition did um and d2c yeah. is more about you know okay once the let's just bring the traffic in and then you know we will convert the customer somehow or you know we have an ex-person conversion rate we will increase it by giving recommendations or whatnot right yeah. but amazon yeah. is a different ball game um and that's why i think what we've tried to do at atom 11 also uh Vincenzo, is that we try to bring in all these forces when it comes Mm -hmm. to sales, um, PPC, your competition tracking, your inventory tracking, and um, your total overall analytics. Now, we are actually uh, encouraging brands that hey, you can now look at, and as well as agencies, right? You can now look at um, why sales dropped. Was it because of what a competitor Mm -hmm. did?
1: Yeah, you want to understand
2: the reason. Yes, you're able to go back and see whether, okay, my sales probably dropped because competition reduced their pricing or they had a deal of the day. So there is an explanation um, of why something happened. Uh, So that's something which kind of helps you uh, navigating the Amazon or marketplace ecosystem. And it is very, very different from how you are navigating and measuring your uh, variables on Shopify and other um, uh, channels. Awesome.
1: Awesome and uh, now um, to start concluding i think you know i want to uh, bring to the table more Atom Eleven. just tell me a little bit more about you know how uh, amazon sellers can leverage this because you know it sounds uh, amazing the the solution that you guys are providing especially you know aggregating all this data and have enough insights for the sellers like they know what is going on and how to react to it so can you give us a little bit about what is the mission we basically about as Atom 11 and how people can leverage this yeah
2: that's awesome thank you for, that's a very good question um uh let me talk about the mission um and you yep. know since since you have a full service agency let me talk about the mission first from the agency point of view mm-hmm. yeah um i have three missions when it comes to an agency or my my three objectives when it comes to an mm-hmm. agency Agencies should be able to drive deeper conversations with brands. When I say deeper conversations, they should be able to drive conversations about, you know, why a specific product is either their CAC is increasing or their, uh, uh, you know, sales are dropping or, uh, you know, what a competitor is doing, so on and so forth, rather than just increasing or, you know, just the ROAS conversation. Deeper con- for deeper conversations, you not only need aggregation of data, which of course we are doing the aggregation part, but because agencies have a different problem, right? They are managing hundreds of accounts, so mm-hmm. they need those insights in front of them. They don't have the time to actually dig deep into Inside every single account. insight. Absolutely, really? and and you know I I I, I can see hey. you smiling, right? It is tough. Yeah. It's hard. So the first thing is how do you help an agency drive deeper conversations with their brands by giving them data upfront, helping them evaluate every single action that they are doing, uh, you know, pre versus post, you know, giving them an insight upfront and saying, hey, this is something that you might want to discuss. That's point number one. Um, Point number two is RCA. Now I have been in discussions I think, hundreds or thousands of them. The minute sales goes down, what happens, Vincenzo? Who is the first guy that gets fired? Or fired yeah, as the like, yeah. the, the agency, <laughs> or the, especially the ads guy. Like, yeah. they look at, they are, you know, there's a, uh, I, I've been in meetings where, you know, they see a sales drip and the first, they change their gaze from the presentation to the ads guy in the matter of milliseconds. So, yeah
1: like if he's the one that is always responsible (laughs) for everything yeah yeah
2: yeah now why does that happen um i would want to give the agency a way to defend that um there is a reason why sales went down and it may or may not be advertising let's figure that out is it your pricing is it your inventory is it a competition did something what happened so uh, we actually built a root cause analyzer just for agencies because we've seen we've seen those right. looks that they get right so that is something where you actually in one click you'll be able to see and tell the customer that hey these three things changes changed now let's get deeper into this so that's point number two uh, and the third one is of course um, you know the uh, the value that it's uh, giving you in terms of saving your time so customized reporting or you know you want to automate your advertising actions so on and so forth so of course along with the automation which a lot of tools are also providing and doing a great job at i think my vision goes a little bit above and just thinks a lot about exactly what is the problem or where is the agency guy um cringing how can we help i I,
1: I, I need this table
2: (laughs) (laughs) So that's the that's the whole point of, you know, why we thought that the world, yes, the world needs another tool, because there are a lot of them and they are doing a great job. I just think that the winds are changing. Um, you know, Amazon bringing in more data, people are going to, you know, cost of advertising rising, people are going to need uh, another a solution which is more holistic. Which looks at yep. data holistically and gives them the insights that they want to, and also solves the problem that they actually go through every single day. You know, brand number one wants advertising or reporting in a specific way. Brand number two wants it a specific way, mm. and I just, yeah, yeah, I just I know. know what. Know. Um, know. So yeah,
1: I know. So, I feel you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think you and I should talk anyway. So after this,
1: yeah, I know.
2: <laughs> so that's from the from the agency side. Um, from the brand side, it's uh it's there is only one thing which is brands want to increase sales whenever i have met a brand i've never seen them asking me uh, how can you increase my sales through ppc or how can you increase my um uh sales through inventory management or you know do xyz um all they talk about is how can you increase my sales
1: exactly
2: right so um and that's the whole point of, you know, why retailer were advertising, right? So actually maybe advertising will even just uh, uh, fade away from our conversation sometime later, you know, when we have, a uh, you know, when Atom 11 is uh, yeah. slightly older, but I think it will become more and more e-commerce management because we want to focus on sales. Anything that touches your sales should be available in front of you so that you yeah. can take the right decision and, uh, you know, go from there. So.
1: that's 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 an amazing mission and explanation so thank you for that i guess now you know to conclude it would be awesome if you can share you know how people can reach out to you and how people can also enroll with atom 11 yeah
2: Absolutely. Um, all you have to do is either you can go to my website, which is www.atom11.co. Mm-hmm. It's not C-O-M, it's C-O. <laughs>
1: um,
2: and uh, you can sign up. So you will get a meeting directly with me. Um, and, you know, we could love to discuss or audit your account uh, and figure out what is it that, you know, uh, you need uh, to, to, you know, for, as next steps for your Amazon account. And I promise, by the way, here on Vincenzo's podcast (laughs) that I am, I think I'm the most direct person. I will tell a person that, you know, if Atom11 is not the right solution for them, I actually tell them very, very directly that, hey, you know what, maybe you need another solution. So I promise to not waste your time. Uh, So that is one. Um, uh, Another way of reaching is directly email me at neha at Atom11.co and let's talk. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, uh, I think uh, especially anyone who is looking to try uh, Atom11, uh, you know, all you have to do is just send me an email, say um, the e-commerce lab podcast, that should be the yeah. subject. And and we are going to get in touch with you and give you a one month free trial.
1: Awesome, Neha. So thank you very much. It's been a pleasure to have you here on the show. And, you know, I'm sure this is just the beginning of many more episodes as you keep evolving this amazing uh, software solutions. So it's been a pleasure and see you in the next one. Yeah.
2: Thank Thank you. you Thank you so much, Vincent. And thank you for asking amazing, amazing questions and, you know, giving me your own experiences too. I I am going back with a lot of uh, learnings.
1: It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye.
0: Bye. Thank you. Thanks for listening to The E-Commerce Lab by EcomC. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. While you are at it, we would appreciate it if you could leave an honest rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. That will make it easier for others to find out about the show and benefit from it. Want more? Visit our website at www.ecomc.com where you can get your first consultation for free. Or find us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn at ecomc.